This is Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams. Um, if you've missed any of our previous shows, please feel free to go on our website, wellingtonadams.com, and you can check out any of our shows. We have them there on the website. Also, if you'd like any information, need to talk to us on any financial questions, please feel free to contact us at 855-793-2409. Today's show is titled, Differences Between Happy and Unhappy Retirees. Um, some retirees are very happy while others are just downright miserable. And what separates the happy retirees from the unhappy ones really just comes down to getting a few things right in pre-retirement planning. Um, happily retired clients are typically financially stable and they've properly thought out and planned their retirement. So today I want to talk about some things uh, to have for a happy retirement. At this point, I'd like to welcome to our show our infamous co-host tony shore how you doing tony i'm doing great thanks baron and simon thanks guys for having me on the show and baron uh sounds like a very interesting topic uh, for today's show uh that sounds unique so i'm excited to hear that and and dig into this one a little bit more uh but first how are you guys doing baron have you been uh keeping busy yeah actually uh been uh well for the weekend actually just had some uh lawn stuff and things to do. But other than that, keeping busy with uh, bringing new clients on board and putting together some income plans for them. How about you, Simon? I'm doing good, buddy. I can't complain at all. Good. Had a good, had a good week. Yeah. Excellent. Been keeping busy. Looking forward to the weekend here. Oh yeah, for sure. And in looking forward to our show and spending some time with you, Tony, <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. So today... Uh, we're talking about uh, some effective things to have for a happy retirement. Uh, what would be some of those effective things that uh, we should do? Well, Tony, you know, I think uh, as we talk about a few points, one of the big ones that comes up quite a bit is being debt free in retirement. You know, if you've got your mortgage paid off, you're not carrying credit card debt in, uh, if you've built up a little bit of a safety net and emergency fund. Uh, just for the miscellaneous things that'll come along. A lot of time that gives uh, some retirees some comfort, some peace of mind, having a little bit of that financial freedom. You know, we have plenty of clients, I think, that are higher net worth clients that upgraded their home later in life or bought a second vacation home or something for the family. And they have good pensions and good social security and a large amount of savings. And they're going to carry a mortgage on through retirement. So there's not anything necessarily wrong with those situations either. But I think in general, one of the things is uh, that freedom from the concern, the debt. So whichever way we're kind of looking at that or the individual situation is a big one, I think. Yeah, I bet that's, I bet that's huge. So 
Uh, you've got a number of uh, effective things that you want to go over, and uh, I guess uh, being debt-free is a big one. Uh, obviously, that's going to take a lot of the stress and worry off. Uh, so what's another, what's number two on the list uh, of effective things that we should have for a happy retirement? Well, another one that kind of goes along with what I mentioned about the pensions and social security is having different streams, different sources of income. You know, if you have your social security, of course, in retirement, and you've taken the time to decide when the best time to trigger that is to maximize and get the most out of it for yourself and your spouse, if you're married, um, some people have pensions, you know, it's probably falling by the wayside, maybe 10, 20% of people on average that come to the seminars have a pension at this point. You know, if you're fortunate and you have that, that's wonderful. If not, you know, you have to look at your savings and investments and sometimes having different buckets of money, so to speak, is a good one. You know, you have your different taxable sources, whether it's retirement accounts that you haven't paid any tax on yet and are going to be fully taxable to you uh, versus Roths, you know, the tax-free sources of income coming there versus some just regular savings that you set aside and you don't owe tax when you draw that out for kind of the unknowns and uh, unplanned situation. So, you know, effectively having a few different sources of income, um, different streams of income, different types of savings is a big one as well, I think. Yeah, I would imagine that would be huge, obviously, and uh, different income sources. Like, you know, a lot of us will have Social Security, of course, but then you're going to need more than that. Um, you know, and, and like you said, there are a lot of different types, tax deferred accounts like 401ks and IRAs. I think that's really important. And a lot of folks have that as well, but they don't know how to turn that all into uh, a livable income and how to make that last as long as they do. And uh, I think another big thing you guys help out with when it comes to these income sources is knowing which income source to pull from and when and that type of thing. And, yeah. Uh, and when it's viable and, you know, sometimes you have to make withdrawals because the IRS uh, forces you to uh, because they want you to start paying taxes and uh, there are other tax-free options. So, yeah, you can get uh, you can get, be up to your neck in uh, different things you need to know about. And that's where you guys come in. Uh, now, Baron, um, we've heard a couple from Simon. Do you have any uh, effective things to go over that we should have for a happy retirement? Yeah, definitely a few that I wanted to point out. One, um, as you just mentioned before, we really want to be able to monitor and know what your expenses are. You know, you might have a general idea of what you spend, but you really should have a clear picture of your expenses and how that might change in retirement. I mean, I actually, for example, you know, would put together on a, every month what I would spend, write down every day what I would spend, even to the point of buying a cup of coffee. And what it did was it showed me really where I was in that month, whether I was spending a little bit too much, I needed to put the brakes on it, or if I was still okay. Um, you know, while you might not have to deal with the cost of commuting or having some office attire, you might plan to spend more on entertainment um, or travel or other pursuits when your days are no longer consumed by work. You know, uncertainty about how you're going to pay your bills can cause problems in retirement. Developing a simple budgeting system can make it easier to track your finances and then adapt to the changes. You know, people who do well, they typically have a practical spending and budget system. They're not necessarily doing elaborate accounting um, and are always on the computer trying to track every penny. They just simply have a simple methodology, but they know what they're spending. Uh, another thing we want to really talk about is know your health care expenses. Once you reach age 65, you become eligible for Medicare. So if you retire 
at or past that age, the government program generally is there for you. However, it doesn't cover everything. You know, for example, dental, vision, and long-term care, those things you're going to have to get typically several uh, separate plans for. So the amount that you pay for Medicare is typically going to depend on a number of factors. Um, your income, a lot of high earners are going to pay a little bit more for Medicare or Part B than people that aren't earning as much. Whether you pay any enrollment fees is something else you have to figure out where if you didn't sign up when you were first eligible, you may have some um, enrollment fees. And whether you want to opt for any additional coverage um, and to what degree. A lot of people forget that or don't factor in or find you know out the way that they, they way underestimated the costs. So keep in mind that healthcare expenses typically are going to rise as you age. Um, actually, the average 65-year-old couple is going to spend around 280000 on health care over the remaining part of their lives. So it's something that's really important that you factor in for your planning in the, in the retirement. Uh, these are great to know. These tips, uh, uh, effective things we can do to have a happy retirement, and we've gone through three of those. Um, now, we're going to go through some more, but we're coming up on a break. We have to take a quick break here. Is there anything you want to add before we take the break? Well, Tony, we just want to mention to the listeners that they can reach us online at wellingtonadams.com or via the phone, 855-793-2409. They're welcome to reach out to us um, to set up a complimentary, no obligation time to sit down and review some of these topics. Make sure that they will have a happy retirement and not be one of the miserable ones. All right. Sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Tuned and our hosts, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard, after this. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Wellington Adams Investment Advisory at 855-793-2409 or visit wellingtonadams.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our hosts, uh, the guys with the plan, uh, are Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams. And guys, great show today talking about differences between happy and unhappy retirees, and you've been going over some effective things to have for a happy retirement. You went over the first three. I know you have at least three more. Uh, what are uh, what are some of the other effective things we can do to be happy in retirement? What's the next one, Baron? Well, Tony, um, clear communication with a spouse is really, in my opinion, critical. You know the saying, happy wife, happy life. Oh, well, yep. this is a sweet happy one. Happy wife, happy life, happy retirement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, you know, both members of retired couples should really pay attention to the household budget. Um, I think people are most happy who talk about financial issues regularly, you know, I mean, I handle the issues as far as the, the finances are concerned, but I, you know, sit down and talk with my wife and we go over everything typically at least um, every like six months and also just let her know all of the accounts that we have. So if God forbid something happens to one of us, the other one knows, you know, what to do and where to go. Um, you know, even if the wife handles most of the finances and the husband isn't, you know, interested we just think that it's really important that people talk about it, you know, 
regularly or vice versa, you know, if, if the husband is the one who takes care of it. Financial communication between couples just helps them to be better prepared for if the spouse who handles the finances dies or is incapacitated. Yeah. Yeah. Financial uh, uh, issues in a marriage are probably one of the biggest, I think, second, third, top three yep. issues for divorce. I and think it's number, happy marriage. So I yeah. heard it was number one, the number one cause of arguments in a marriage and one or two as far as cause of divorce or financial yeah. issues. So. So communication is the key and you're going to feel better. A lot of people put it off or don't like to talk about things that might be tough. But like you said, Baron, you know, uh, it's going to give you peace of mind and you got to communicate with each other. Yep, absolutely. Really, really important. Um, Another thing that we think is really important is just putting together and having a financial lifestyle plan. Excuse me. I want to I want to start I want to start that from again from the beginning. Yeah, Tony, absolutely. As I said before, we definitely think that that's something that's uh, really important. Like I said, happy wife, happy life. So we want to stress to people that they really need to communicate with their spouses. So what's another effective thing, Baron? Uh, What's next on the list that we can do to be happy in retirement then? Well, another important thing is, is to have a lifestyle plan in place before you retire. You know, you, you want to know how you want to spend your time. You want to prepare emotionally as well. You know, many advisors actually caution that for people whose job was just like a big part of their self-identity, the transition to retirement can really be tricky. Um, make a plan now to avoid something that millions of retirees struggle with, which is right, retirees are far more likely to fall victim to depression or other mental illnesses. And, you know, while this is a complex topic, it's clear that many retirees struggle with isolation and the loss of purpose when they walk away from work. So, you know, the happiest retirees, they have a lifestyle plan put in place for how they're going to spend their time and carry it through. I would say the one underlying theme with happy retirees, aside from the financial aspect, is they are engaged. You know, they have hobbies. They have things that they want to do. Now, this extra time is letting them do it when they're in retirement. So if I see retirees keeping busy, um, for example, supporting causes or hanging out with the grandkids, I find that they're overwhelmingly more happy versus those that, you know, who may be well off financially, but don't have a hobby or have physical limitations. You know, those retirees that, you know, they're not happy. They're the ones that are getting bored and aren't getting as much enjoyment in retirement. We had done that radio show a little while back and uh, talked a little bit more about that phrase kind of uh, lifestyle plan. That's the first time that I think that I noticed it or heard about it too much kind of phrased that way. But I think it was a really good program that when we when we went over that. And I think it's a good point. That's really important that people you know, sometimes focus so much on the finances, but not what they're going to do. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. Yep. It's a good one. Yeah. So, Simon, what's the next one on the list? What's the next effective thing we can do to be happy in retirement? Well, you know, as you kind of wrap things up with the uh, different bullet points here, I think the one key one is kind of having a whole encompassing plan in place. You know, as we talk about some of these different varying points, a lot of people have an idea of where their income's coming from or have thought a little bit about this or a little bit about that. But have they really taken the time to kind of outline something in writing to really visually kind of figure out where their different sources of income are going to come from? 
get some feedback on what the tax consequences are. You know, we talk about that or I mentioned that quite a bit, but taxes are oftentimes one of the biggest expenses people face when it comes to their income and their investments and kind of looking at the different areas of where money's spent or lost. So, you know, that's one of the best, I think, things that people can do either ahead of time or if they haven't done it and they're reaching retirement to sit down with somebody, find a trusted advisor that you can work with, somebody that has a fiduciary responsibility to look out for your interests, somebody that focuses on income and planning and not just investments, you know, and take some time to outline that. And you'll have much more peace of mind, much more confidence of which direction your retirement's going to be heading from a financial standpoint. Well, a good point. And and there you have it. I mean, there there are six effective things right there to have uh, that we need in place to have for a happy retirement that you've went over in the last couple of segments. And we do have to take another quick break and we're going to come back and talk some more about how to apply all this to our own lives. Um, is there anything you want to add before we take this break? Well, Tony, again, just um, please feel free to visit our website, wellingtonadams.com. Um, take a look at any of our past shows. Um, all the titles are on there. If you have any particular subject, hopefully uh, we've touched on that topic. You can review the show. Or please, if you just have any questions, want to sit down and talk, please feel free to give us a call at 855-793-2409. And we can provide a complimentary consultation to just kind of sit down and talk and see where you're at and see what kind of help you may need, if any. I think that's great. And guys, I know you have a lot more for us, so listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Financially Tuned and our hosts, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard, after this. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. Call Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us at wellingtonadams.com. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with our hosts, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, we're talking about differences between happy and unhappy retirees. And you went over six effective things to have for a happy retirement. Um... Are there any um, options out there, Baron, for traditional retirement? I mean, what can we do to occupy our time now that we're no longer working? I, I imagine that's a big one. Yeah, it actually is, Tony. A lot of times people plan, you know, to get to that retirement date and it's so much embedded in their mind. I just can't wait to retire. I can't wait to retire. And they get there and then they're not really sure what they're going to do. You know, how are they going to occupy their time? So we just want to touch base on a couple of little things. Um, I, for one, you know, I, I've got a pretty simple plan for retirement. Uh, I've already done all my traveling. Some people may want to do that in retirement. I kind of wanted to get that done before I get too old that I can't walk up the Leaning Tower of Pisa without, you know, having my <laughs> hips replaced. Leaning over yourself. Um, and I, so for me, I mean, retirement is just going to be pretty simple. I just want to be able to golf. If I want to be able to use that term golf, I usually don't know if that's the right term. I'm usually just hitting a ball and trying to find it in the woods. <laughs> but hopefully I'll get a little better when I play a little more. Sure. And I want to do some volunteer work. I mean, you know, as far as golfing, you know, a lot of people, they dream of spending their retirement years lining up the uh, perfect putt. Um, you know, it's good in the sense that you can get plenty of exercise by doing golf, you know, by golfing and fresh air. 
but it also provides opportunities to meet other golfers and make new friends. Um, another thing, as I mentioned, volunteering, you know, volunteer jobs, they provide a sense of just helping others as well as opportunities to get out of the house and socialize. Um, you know, it's a really, really good feeling inside when you're able to, you know, donate your time and give to charities or volunteer, things of that nature. Um, besides the benefit that you can bring to the people that are, are, are receiving it, it's just as rewarding, if not more so, for yourself to be able to give. Um, a lot of my clients also, they love to garden. You know, it's a common activity that just allows you to relax and be with yourself and kind of have peace of mind. And you can also get exercise. It, it helps beautify your home on the outside. And it can also, at the same time, provide fresh and low-cost produce for you to eat. You know, when you're growing the tomatoes <laughs> and all the vegetables back there. Um, another thing that I, I kind of wanted to just touch base on is you have the opportunity in retirement to um, just become a frugal shopper. You know, but doing that, it often takes time. So retirees can now use their you know now newfound free time to do some comparison shopping. Um, bargain hunt and negotiate for better rates on their purchases. There also may be some services that you paid for while you were working that now you can do yourself to save money. And also, you know, don't forget about asking for senior discounts. Um, they're not typically publicized all over the place, but are sometimes available to those that ask. I know my wife kind of decided to tease me that once I turned 50, she was going to put that ARP card right on the table for me. <laughs> Lord knows for my birthday, there it was. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I mean, you can take advantage of that now that you have some more time to. Oh, that is so funny. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I think it's important. You're making a great point. Uh, one way to be happy in retirement is to have a plan going in and knowing what you're going to do. Uh, Simon, what are some other ideas you have for us? Yeah, I think it's an interesting point. We, uh, you know, as I went through my career over the last, whatever, 15, 16 years at this point, that's one thing that I didn't really realize early on. You know, you focus on the finances, you focus on helping people make better investment decisions and things like that. But as you develop and you start to learn and interact with people more often and build a good clientele, and as we focused a lot more with retirees over the last five, eight, 10 years, um, that's one thing that really jumped out at me is, how much of a transition it really is from working in the years of you know your career and that different focus that you have to stepping away from that. So filling that void and having that lifestyle plan is a big one. Um, a couple other things that come to mind kind of on the flip side of the coin are, you know, we have a couple of people that come in that say they want to go back to school. You know, they want to educate themselves a little bit more on a particular niche or field that they were in. And now that they have the time to do so, you know, sometimes it seems kind of counterintuitive that now that you're done with your main career, you're going to go back to school and learn more. But maybe you pick something that you, that was of interest that you never really had a chance to focus on. You know, if you have a big interest in art or you want to find a hobby along that line or music, um, you might focus on a second career. You know, some people have spent their entire lifetime doing something and they've always wanted to get into a different area or different niche. And uh, this provides you this time to do that. You don't have the focus on needing the income or having to start at a certain level to provide for yourself or save for retirement. So, you know, maybe you take the time to follow your heart in a different direction and find a career, a second career, or something that was of interest to you. Um, entrepreneurs, people that have always wanted to start a small business or a hobby, 
it's a good time to consider that. I mean, obviously you have to weigh the uh, pros and cons between how much you have to put in financially and how much you're able to afford to take away from your own retirement at that point. But maybe there was a small field or area of interest that you always wanted to get into, but couldn't afford to either financially because you needed to save for retirement or on the flip side, because you didn't have the time to do so. And now's the time to be able to pursue that and follow that dream or interest as well. I think that's great. And this is a good discussion to have. I, I like this one a lot. Those are great ideas uh, as far as what we can do. Those are just some of the things that you can do to stay active in retirement. Now, Baron, are there some things you think that matter more to some people than just having enough money in retirement? Absolutely, Tony. I mean, hopefully by the time you retired, you've saved a sufficient amount of money to be able to live comfortably and do the things that you want. But if you are facing a retirement with less money than you'd prefer, you know, don't despair. It's important to remember that there is a lot more to enjoying a happy retirement than just simply saving enough money. I mean, true wealth and happiness comes from many sources. You know, we've all met wealthy people who are just miserable and poor people who are really very, very happy. While it's true that having more money available for retirement can enable you to do more things than you could otherwise, you know, there are plenty of ways to enjoy your retirement regardless of your uh, level of income. You know, perhaps the most important factor that contributes to your overall happiness and well-being is the ability to appreciate what you have. You know, be thankful for your health and your friends and family, uh, memorable experiences. And the time that you have to enjoy each of these gifts. You know, time is the most precious commodity that we have. Your time is perhaps the most meaningful thing that you can share with someone else. You know, time spent in relaxation and enjoyment is time well spent. Be careful not to waste it. You know, remember that growing older is a privilege and that it's not afforded to everyone. You know, also, it feels good to have a reason to get up out of bed every morning once you stop working, there are plenty of other ways to find purpose. You know, when you think about your life up to now, the two things that'll probably matter the most to you are the experiences that you had and the people whom you shared them with. You know, keep your life rich by always having some experiences that are new um, that you, you know, are planning to enjoy. You can create a pleasant environment in which to live with um, a nice home and desirable possessions. But if you lack the human content with people you care for and enjoy being around, you're probably just going to be miserable. You know, people are going to come and go in your life. So it's really worth it to, you know, worth your effort to cultivate and maintain those relationships. Yeah, I think that would be huge. Well, we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah, you know, Tony, basically just the bottom line is when you retire, many human connections get severed along the way. So maintain your connections with fellow human beings and finding something that gives you a sense of purpose in retirement can go a long way to, you know, help maintain your health, you know, and, and your mental health. So we just want to kind of uh, end it on that note. If you, again, have any questions that you'd like to sit down and talk with us about, please feel free to contact us at 793, excuse me, 855-793. 2409 or visit us on the website wellingtonadams.com. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hillier. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. 
Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.